The following presentation is a production of Ride the Wave Media. This is Game Related. Game Related. With Just Blaine. Ah, uh, yes, here we go. McBain, you ready? You don't look Most ready, McBain. Definitely. Oh, man, I've been ready. <laughs> okay. Man, this is going to be a while, man. So we got a lot of feedback out for last week. We talked about the console wars. So we're gonna mm, we're gonna up. touch on that a little bit again. We're gonna touch on that a little bit again. You know what though? We we talked a lot about Death Stranding, and I just took a trip this past week to Moab, Utah. I felt like I was in that game. There was parts down there that looked like Stop. I was in the game, man. I was looking for BTs. I saw some handprints on the cars. It was wild. You don't you believe? I'll, I'll send you a picture. Huh? Okay. <laughs> and you stayed? Yeah, right. You didn't leave? Okay. No, I All got right. the hell out of there. I did get out of there. <laughs> Hey man, we're gonna talk. We got we got a great guest coming up on this show. We got Chris G, aka aka Idea Unsound. We're gonna get to him. We gotta talk about we gotta talk about what it takes to remove something from a game. Last minute, we're gonna talk about the big deal between Disney and Epic Games. A billion and a half dollars, man. And Hell Divers Two, yay or nay? We're going to end with that. But let's go ahead now, McBain, if you're ready. Oh, yes. Unless you've got something else you want to talk about. you got something on your chest, McBain? What's going on over there? Oh, you know me. I'm always trying to pimp myself out. Follow me on Twitch, Ryan McBain. i got to get some uh, pub <laughs> in there. Ryan McBain on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Hey, McBain's, McBain's you got about 90-something subs this month, I think. Yeah, man. I got you up need to some 91. more subs, huh? Yeah. 91 yeah, subs. <laughs> Not too much because you know that. I, I can't really afford uh, too many more of these animated emotes uh, that uh, people have been That's making. Right. <laughs> Those things are not cheap, by the way. They are not cheap. <laughs> That's right. Hey, how many? What's the max Twitch uh, emotes they got now? Well, if you're an affiliate, I think you can have. Wow, you can, I think you can have twenty animated, I believe, and uh, twenty like regular. Anyway, they're expensive. That's insane. It's like that's the guy insane. I use. The guy I use, I think for animated emotes, charges like sixty-five bucks per emote. Ooh, so like, wow. unlocking those unlocking those slots are, is good and all, but I, I don't want to unlock them all at once. Uh, no, no, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's crazy. Let, <laughs> hey, let's bring in <laughs> our guest. Let's bring our guest in officially, Chris G, I, aka Idea Unsound. This dude's a musician, but not your normal, typical musician. Let me tell you what he does, and then we'll let him verify. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's complicated, man. It's complicated. No, 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 no joke. It's complicated. So he, he does future base, future base type tracks, but it's all with live code. He's doing it in Ableton. It's called Algorave. So he's an Algorave musician. Tell us what that is, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so I do live coded musical performances, which means I essentially walk up on stage. I'm actually going to South by Southwest this uh, March, so a couple nice. of weeks, I'll be flying out there. And uh, we have a whole crew. We do live code performances. I'm going to walk up on stage with my laptop. I'm going to project my screen so everybody can see what's happening. And I show my Ableton Live set. And then I uh, have a couple of tools, Max for Live devices, that allow me to just come up with MIDI notes, come up with like musical notes by typing in what I, what I want to like happen. And so I just have the blank set. I've already made all the tracks, made all the sounds, and I just start adding in notes on the fly and make techno, make like house music, and then, you know, whatever whatever we can think of. And I, I make nice. Future Bass, I make Glitch, IDM. I actually just had an EP come out 
on uh, January 5th. So that's a two-track called Pixel Funk. That's Check right. That out it's on all the all the stream platforms, Bandcamp, you know, whatever whatever you use. That's right. And don't sleep on his old catalog either, man, because uh, Be With You and then one of my, my favorite jams is one of your oldest, Floating Lettuce. I, I really like that song, Floating Lettuce, man. There's like a... It's it's Ryan. It's, that's the name of it. I'm not even kidding, but it's super. Well, I like so the, the title, the, man. The tracks are, yeah, but they're super glitchy, uh, and then it's got, but it, it's it's organized chaos. That's what it seems like to me. It's like super glitchy stuff, and then he comes in with this nice like reggaeton drum, just just a nice beat. It's a steady beat. It's, I'll, I'll have to send you the link. Idea unsound. You'll find him out there. Like I said, not just your typical musician, but coming up there with live code and rocking South by Southwest. It's insane. Can I fly down there with you, Chris? Hey, let's go, man. Let's go. Get some tacos. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, man. Let's get into this, man. Here's a big story here. So the WWE got hit with some crazy allegations on their on mm. Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't, we're not going to go there. Yeah. We're not even going to yeah. go there. But, but, but what that affected, because Brock Lesnar's name got mentioned in there. So now they're in panic mode. So they got to remove Brock Lesnar from the WWE 2K24 game. That's not an easy feat. Chris, is that an easy feat? Mm -mm. No, that's money right there. That's a lot of money to move at the last minute. He's on the cover. And from what I know, he was on the cover of the, the most expensive edition. Well, that can be changed. That's not hard. But he was like 35% of the storyline in the WrestleMania mode that they had coming out. So they got to do something there. And on a, on a, outside of WWE, on a game developer, that's torture. It doesn't matter what happened out. They don't care. We know how it is, Chris, when you're in the in the in the, the trenches building stuff, building stuff, building code and all that stuff. To to have a manager come in and, and tell you, uh, we gotta get rid of all that. They've been probably working on that for two or three years. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, they probably already had delays built in to their their timeline. Like they already expected certain delays. They were already maybe pushing pushing the limit on the, the release, and now it's a complete 180. Yeah. How it's, much not good. Money, it's not a good thing. Over there. Uh, how much money do you think they're going to lose? They're mm. going to have to pay a lot of people to rework all the artwork, re-implement the sounds. they got to retweak the story mode now. They're probably going to have to redevelop a lot of that. You know, The gameplay designers who wrote all that story in there, back to the drawing board, working overnight. Or so that overtime. goes, that, that's your narrative team, then. That's a whole other team that's going to have to come in there and redo that part. There's all it, it almost it affects every department of a video game. Like think of the audio. They're team. scrambling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good question, Nubby Bane. How much money are you gonna lose? A lot. Also, like also, also <laughs> I know like the WWE, the WWE likes to use like other stories outside of wrestling for the storyline. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna have any references to Brock Lesnar whatsoever. Oh. No hints. No, no Easter nah. eggs. No nothing. I'd be surprised if they even have any, um, his wrestling moves in there, his wrestling set. You probably can't even like That's true. Create, any, create anybody who looks like Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like character models and all that stuff got to go out the window. I, I would assume because yeah, they're trying to cover their, they're trying to cover up every, all the negative. I mean, they have to. They got to. If that stuff's true, it's hard not to think it is <laughs> when you hear when you see all these people coming out talking about it. Another big story. Disney came out of nowhere last week and dropped a billion and a half dollars for Epic Games and Fortnite. What are you guys seeing out of that? Like, what's that partnership going to get? That's interesting. 
that's really interesting. Epic Games is positioned in a really interesting way. Like they have Fortnite, they're doing Rocket League development. They just did the Lego Fortnite edition, which brought in a whole new customer base there for the Lego side of things. Mm. So they have a pretty big, a pretty big demographic of users. The Disney edition just makes sense, right? Like you have Lego, racing. I'm imagining some Disney Fortnite now. Oh yeah. That's why I told McBain. McBain, I said I'm I'm ready to slay out in my Mickey Mouse uh <laughs> character with my with my steamboat Willie skin on, you know, the black oh, and yeah. white one, the old school. <laughs> you can do that one now, it's public domain. You're good. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We need the poo, blood and honey, we, man. It's coming out soon. Will you play <laughs> Hey, will, will you start uh what are you looking forward to in the Disney epic? Yeah, the, the blood and honey too. <laughs> my God. My I God. I saw another movie, one of those uh, movies. Yeah. Dip these paws. <laughs> Dip, <laughs> these paws. Dip these paws. <laughs> Uh, anything to do with Star oh, Wars, you know, or Marvel. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. um, definitely looking to that. Hey, man, if they put anything with Luke Cage in there or Black Panther, Ooh. they could have my money. So anything with that, I'm all in that. But don't fuck Marvel it up Fortnite. like, they, like the, that Avengers game was because we tried. Oh, Me and you tried, McBain. We tried God. to make that happen. Blaine's such a good friend. I know he didn't really want to play the game, but I've been dying to get someone to play with, especially when they dropped that DLC with Black Panther. I'm like, dude, we got to play this, Blaine. Mm-hmm. Wake your ass up. Let's go. And it just wasn't it, man. Just wasn't it. Man, I bought the I bought mm. the collector's edition and everything. I had the, you know, the statue and the, all the other stuff that came with it. That stuff's still still cool. <laughs> the game's dead though. Did you play that one, Chris? The Avengers no, game? No, I, I missed that one. Uh, I'm not a huge Marvel Universe uh, guy, so yeah. I, I usually don't play the games. Well, what do you think was so wrong with it? Oh man! They turned it into a live service. It was repetitive. Now the story mode itself, the, like the main story outside the multiplayer, was fine, you know. Uh, but mm-hmm. once like you beat the game and it turned into a live service event, and the content was lacking, uh, just the skill set was repetitive. Enemies were, were mm. repetitive. When you got new gear, it didn't change the look of the character. Uh, mm-hmm. People wanted certain characters, and we couldn't get them. The characters they brought in, they were just copies of other characters that were already in the game uh yep. it's just it just wasn't fun it just wasn't fun just just kind of half-assed like we, i'm Please serious guess. man we we really tried to play that game and i would love to see disney come in with that billion and a half and put another billion and a half and make us something good that's in that in that league because on the base that game wasn't bad they had some good stuff in there just needed needed more work on it i don't know Somebody got lazy. <laughs> I got part lazy of the reason why it's part of the reason why so many people are just sick and tired of live service games. Uh, games. That's why uh, Suicide Squad that recently came out. Mm-hmm. People are really mad at that right now. I haven't played it yet. I'm kind of like waiting for it to drop in price a little bit. But uh, people just don't want live service games. They want just single player mm-hmm. games. How do you feel about that, Chris? That's an interesting point. Um, the game that came out recently. Um, oh man. Uh, the name is, is is escaping me now. Single player, triple A, first person shooter game, but it completely tanked because they couldn't sell the first person shooter without the online services. Like there was, was it payday, no. Was it Payday Three? Because that one bombed because they won't go offline with that one. I can't believe I'm, I'm spacing out. It starts with an A. Uh, Avernus. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, we'll this is we'll, yeah, relatively recent. Uh, either EA. Man, I'm, 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 I'm rambling now. But yeah, that that was a good example of of kind of the dangers of trying to release 
you know, tried and true first person shooter, but then you take away the, the multiplayer element and then there's not really like there's a new IP you have to get invested in. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, all of this new things that you have to discover and it's competing, especially last year with so many good releases. So Mortals of Avion? Was that it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mortals of Avium. That's the one. Yeah. Bombed. Tanked. Yeah. They got to figure this thing out. Trip. Hey, but that, but Payday 3 did the same thing, man. Payday 3. I love the Payday series. They put the third one out. Bare bones. Nothing that they talked about. Wouldn't take it offline, so you had to be online. And it, that just doesn't float for people, man. That's why these games that are, to me, the, the single player offline games are, are really big. Like the Death Strandings and the, the RPGs. Yes. Like those games, to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. they're never going to go away. That's a good point, though. I think, like, with those type of games, with role-playing games especially, you have a setting that is more inviting for a single person. You have this entire story, characters, narrative. It's all built around, and it's already made for you. So you just have to kind of sit back and get your popcorn and play the game. That's right. I like that. Call, Call of Duty, you know, you gotta, you have to be actively participating with that game, and that also relies on however many other people are playing. It's interesting because it's kind of hit or, um, hit or miss, for example, The Last of Us 2, a remastered, mm. people wanted some type of online play for it. I mean, they already came up with a game called Factions a few years ago, way, way long ago, and people loved it. People are still playing it. So, you know, they've been waiting so long for some type of multiplayer aspect of The Last of Us, and it, it kept on getting delayed, 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 and then they said, you know what? We're not going to do it. And people were pissed. <laughs> like... Yeah. You gotta know your audience. You gotta know your audience, man. Sometimes they want it, sometimes they don't. Somebody out there that's doing it right right now is Arrowhead Games with Helldivers 2. Mm. Somehow they seem to have gotten the formula right with the online stuff and whatever else because they're killing it. They just became, I think they broke a record or something last week. It became the, most, the highest selling game on PS5 that was released on PC as well. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's awesome, though. Everyone's I haven't played this game, game yet. You guys played it yet? No? I'm, I'm playing it tonight, actually. Are you? Probably nice. Gonna, I'm thinking about scooping it up. Yeah, I'm probably going to scoop it up on uh, Sunday because uh, I have Monday off. So I can just uh, check check this bad boy out. I'll probably pick it up on PC. But the great thing about it is it's cross-play. So it's cross-play. It is cross-play. And, and did you see the price tag on it? I think it's 40 bucks. Dude, 40 right? bucks. Yeah, yeah 40 certain, bucks, man. Certain places you can get it for cheaper. I won't. Oh, I'm sure. How, I'm sure. But uh, you can just Google mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And Take- you can figure that out mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, but but I'm hearing, but but this game's success is a good thing right now in this industry because I'm seeing that Arrowhead Studios, they've announced that they're they're intending to increase the size of the studio now for post-launch. I hope that that means they're going to lay off 50,000 people in a year from now like the rest of the gaming companies did. But that's a good sign for gaming, I think, is this Helldivers game. I'm going to really check it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might pick it up tonight. might pick it up tonight I and look at it. You know, the funny thing is, I, I, didn't, I never heard about the first game. I didn't, I didn't hear about this game. One night I was streaming. One of the viewers was like, hey, McBain, are you going to check out Helldivers 2? I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And mm-hmm. I looked it up. I was like, oh. This uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Starship Troopers, which is yeah. also a good game. And I was like, you know, I'm going to check this out. Uh, so Good movie. Uh, yeah. uh, I've heard nothing but good things about uh, Helldivers, too. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one, I think. Mm-hmm. Four-player four, four co-op. Four, Go ahead, Chris. 
Yep, four-player squad-based co-op. It also uses voice chat, which is locational. So the further you are yes. away from a person, the less they'll be able to hear you. There's friendly fire, which is a big par part of the game. Oh, see, mm. I didn't know all that. I didn't know had a friendly fire. That's just chaos. Yes. My aim, so you my, have to work with the team. My aim is trash, so I'm sorry already. The people are going to play with me. You're probably going to get shot. Sorry. My bad. Hilarious. They, now, now, this is something cool that I heard also about this game is there were live humans at the studio who were basically influencing the gameplay somehow and how things went online for people to make it fun, to keep it fun for them. That's a cool concept to me. So they literally had people at their studio helping helping the game along for the players playing it. What I, see I don't even know how you do like that. that. When I see any game like that that's really, really fun, I constantly say to myself, now if you keep on putting in content, you guys will be fine. But if you're one of those mm -hmm. uh, developers that are like, oh, we didn't know this would be so successful. We didn't know that yeah. people would just like be digging the content and going through it so fast. Because I've seen a lot of good games start out really, really well. And then all of a sudden it dies because the developer wasn't ready for more content to go into the game, mm -hmm. which is sad. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good point. And, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Arrowhead Games have already announced that they're going to hire more people for post-content, post-launch content. Let's see if they stick to that. Because that will be that's, – that's sink or swim, man. If, you're not, if you can't put content out, your game, mm -hmm. your game just mm -hmm. is going to tank, man. What about it not coming out on Xbox? <laughs> it's, on P, it's on PS5 and PC, but no Xbox. Why? Isn't it a PS5 uh, developed game, like a PS5 studio? Or I mean, I it's Arrowhead Game Studios, but it, yes, that's under Sony, but they gave it to, to PC. But I think, I think even Phil Spencer says he doesn't, he doesn't know why it's <laughs> on Xbox. So yeah. Let's be real. There's, there's been such a demand for, for PlayStation games to hit PC since they did Spider-Man the first time. Mm -hmm. that, that just unleashed... We're still waiting for Ghost of Tsushima, mm -hmm. the PC crowd. Uh, they, do, they did The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. They know that as soon as the PC market gets on it, it's going to explode in sales. And Xbox is a direct competitor. PC, I guess it's also a direct competitor, but it's also a huge player base. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of neutral. <laughs> Usually the big, really good war. games, like, you know, like, like Spider-Man, uh, Death Stranding, Things mm. like that, uh, they eventually do come out on PC, but it's like a year, maybe or more. So by then, you know, Sony are, Sony has already got their money. They're like, okay, let's make some more money. All right, PC, you can have mm -hmm. it. But they don't give it to uh, Xbox because, like I said, like, like you said, Chris, they're a competitor. So it's it's smart. Uh, that's why you know I mean, I'm not really into the console wars, but I have a PS5 and a PC. I don't really feel the need to get it on Xbox because I have a PC, so mm -hmm. I can pretty much I yeah. can pretty much play anything. So. Yeah, oh well. but you know, there's there's almost an emergence of a PC console war now. That's where I was going, Chris. Tell us about that. He's the expert on a PC console <laughs> war. Talk about that because yeah. he was he mentioned some of these to me, and I was like, I didn't, I never even heard of this one. <laughs> like, tell us about it. So I'm I'm pretty big on on handheld gaming consoles. I have been since you know Game Boy, PSP, mm. and all these all these consoles. I when I was a child, a teenager, I had a dream that one day you know you could take your laptop or take your gaming PC 
in your pocket and go play games. And this mm-hmm. is as I'm carting my desktop to my friend's house so we can play World of Warcraft together, right? <laughs> so, like, all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> a few years ago, and th- there's more, but a few years ago, Steam just drops the mic with the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. And it's the first available device in, for a Western audience that doesn't cost an arm and a leg, that plays most of your PC library, and that looks amazing, for one. Mm-hmm. You know, the screen looks great, great ergonomics. So that kind of just like made everybody stop and think, like, okay, is this a thing? Steam is obviously leveraged to do this really well. They have the whole game marketplace to make money from the sales, so they can burn a little bit of money making this device. Mm. Uh, but another group of... of uh, OEMs and other group of companies took notice and also started making their own handhelds. So Asus, um, yeah. soon after, launched the Asus ROG Ally, oh, yeah. which was then uh, followed with the Lenovo Legion Go, which was then followed with the MSI Claw. And these are only in, in, the, in, in the Western market, I'll say, because there's also an entire category of handheld PCs that exist uh, from China, like A&Eo, AOC-Z, um, OK or 1X player, like all of these consoles have existed, they're handheld PCs that cost an arm and a leg, and now the entire Western audience you know, can go on Steam, can go to Best Buy and pick up a handheld gaming console that is a PC. That's why. And f- interestingly enough, all of these consoles are around the same price. The ROG Ally, 700 bucks. The MSI Claw, 700 bucks. Mm. The Lenovo Legion Go, 700 bucks. So... That's interesting. So what's the, so so what sets them apart then? Like how do you pick how did you pick one? Which one did you pick? <laughs> That's the awesome thing. There's actually a lot of diversity in these consoles. So for example, with the Steam Deck, perhaps you don't need the best graphics capability in a handheld console. You just want to play some emulated games. Mm-hmm. It's got you for the lowest price point as well with trackpads built in. Or maybe you want something a little bit more powerful so you can play Death Stranding on the go. Mm. Well, there you go with the Asus ROG Ally. 700 bucks, you'll play AAAs no problem. Mm. Well, if that form factor isn't what you're quite looking for, the Legion Go actually has removable side uh, controllers that are built into the to the screen, just like the Switch. Like a Switch, yeah, so, that's cool. Okay. Nice. So you have options for removable controllers with that one. And then also with the MSI Claw, it looks suspiciously like the ROG Ally, but it actually uses the latest Intel chip. So all of the other ones are using AMD's 7840U processor. This is using a newer Intel uh, Ultra chip. So it's slightly more powerful and better power consumption for the same price. Look at that. we got a full breakdown, McBain. Which one are you going with? You going to scoop up one of those or...? Yeah, uh, maybe I can get one for Christmas or Kwanzaa or something. Maybe you can. Maybe you can get Christmas or Kwanzaa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you one for Kwanzaa up. this year, McBain. Yeah, I'll get thank you one you. for Kwanzaa this year. That. How about yeah. that? It's a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still paying off this computer I have right here. So yeah, I. Think, oh, that's uh, true. Hey, but that that yeah. thing's a beast, though, man. You got what a forty eighty or something in there. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I, tr- I try to get a forty ninety too, but uh, no, they're still hard to get. Yeah, I know. That's cheap. crazy too. Not. 4080 in that thing. That's a beast. Got to catch him out on stream, man. You got to mm-hmm. got to see Ryan McBain at Twitch. Hey guys, what do you think of this this change of the landscape? It seems like Xbox and PlayStation, these traditional consoles are becoming more like um, service providers, right? With Xbox saying yep. that they want every screen to be an Xbox. I don't know if you saw that announcement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They said they want every screen, every tablet, every phone to be an Xbox. And it seems like PlayStation's kind of going on a similar route where they're they're leaning more into creating peripherals that can handle these games as well or just releasing on PC. And then the PC market is developing consoles. It's wild. You look at, I mean, just this past week, you saw Mark Zuckerberg put out his review of the Apple Vision Pro. And the main part he said is, it can't play Xbox games. <laughs> and everybody went wild. You can mm. play Xbox games in a Quest 3. So that's yeah, this, that's funny that, yeah. That's pretty ahead, cool, McBain. actually. I, I said that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, back to uh, Xbox, it just seems like they don't really care as much about the console war. They're more about just yeah. their getting their games out there to everybody. Which, that's like, like that's what Chris t- is just saying. Like, yeah. Blaine get it on their screen. Don't this, care how. Yeah. Blaine and I were talking about this last week, how people that are huge Xbox fans are pissed off because now, now that's now you can, it's looking like you can be able to play games on the PS5 that you can never even dream of. Like, it's going to be weird if, if and when Halo comes out on yeah. PS5. That's, yep. that's going to blow mm-hmm. my mind. Or Gears of War. Or in, yep. it's, it's, that's just blows my mind that that's actually going to happen. Uh, so yep. I'm, Me too. Kind of happy I didn't get an Xbox. <laughs> but you know what? I, I do. You know what'll be even wilder? You know what's even wilder is when Halo does pop up on there. You're gonna see the Microsoft logos. You're gonna have to see all that because that's who made it. <laughs> like it's gonna pop up on your PlayStation. It'll have to pop up with their logos. That's gonna what's that? That'll blow my mind. Like that's somebody's gonna almost, yeah. It, they're gonna it, jump it, out of a window when they see that. Yeah, it's so almost like when uh, <laughs> it's almost like uh, I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make another wrestling reference. It's like when they bought. WCW, remember that when WWE bought WCW and it was just this big thing? Like that's what it looks like, man. It's like that all blew my mind. together. Yeah, my yeah. only concern with somebody's identity. Yeah, <laughs> my only, yeah, my only concern is one company like controlling everything or like leading yeah. everything. Because when that happens, that company in, in, in the lead they get lazy. So competition's yeah. always good. So I hope hopefully they keep on making Xboxes and they keep on making Playstations because the one company is on top. That's when the uh, the product gets stale. That's my only concern. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, it's not going anywhere. We'll we'll even end it there for this week. Chris G, Idea Unsound. Appreciate you joining us, man. Hey, Where can we so find you? Where do you guys. want us to find you? Um, I am all over the net. You can search Idea Unsound into Google and listen on your favorite streaming platform. Uh, my website is ableton.pro. Uh, I teach music production lessons remotely or uh, in, in person if you're in the Bay Area. Um, and I also do oh, some nice. Twitch streaming, although I'm not as not as prolific as McBain here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for the compliment. I wouldn't really call myself and prolific, you, you, but thank you. That's right. <laughs> and you, and your I, I do every now and then. <laughs> yes, yes. And your website is I am I U dot I O. Is that correct? That's it? Yes, sir. That I am. Or Ableton.pro. They both redirect to the same way. Same spot. Got you, man. That's yep. awesome. McBain, where are we oh, finding you, fi- you at? You can find me in the grittiest, grimiest hood. <laughs> in- no, I'm playing. Just find me. <laughs> Just find me on Twitch, Ryan McBain. <laughs> That's where you find me at. Also, you know, I am uh, basically just Twitch and also RyanMcBain.com. Sweet, there man. We'll be back next week. Hey, Chris G, man, thanks for joining us. And and, and feel free to come back anytime you want. Like, you can come awesome. on with us. This is fun. We're going to have more guests in the future. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're just getting this show oh. rolling. Real quick, what you guys playing before we get out of here? Ooh. Texas Chainsaw like Massacre. That. That's why I'm really mad about the lack of content. Playing that a lot. Death Stranding. Uh, Ghost of... 
Tsushima. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm still playing that. Uh, pretty soon I'll be playing Hell Divers too. But yeah, my main game right I'm now. I'm jumping in Hell Divers. I'm yeah, jumping in Hell Divers right now. I'm, I'm still. I still play yeah. Destiny a lot. I still play a lot of D two. You still play Destiny? That's wild, man. I remember we used to we were talking about it last week how we were playing that so much yeah. of that. But yeah, uh, I play a lot yeah. of indie games as well, a lot of horror games because when I stream, I scare easily, and I hook up my heart monitor to my uh, to my uh, to my Twitch so people can see my heart rate fluctuate, and they love it when I get scared. I I scream like a like a woman. I'll just come out and oh, say. Oh, he it. does. <laughs> he does. What are you playing? What are you playing, Chris? Ooh, right now I'm playing. Well, I'm gonna be playing some Helldivers, uh, mm. playing Pal World with mm, uh, family. Yes, yeah. Diablo Four. I'm still mm. on that. Oh yeah. Can't, can't get away. And a little oh, bit of Baldur's good. Gate. I'm trying to get back in there. Ooh, I didn't start that yet because I don't yeah, want. I got get my yeah, life stuck away. Two hundred <laughs> hours in. Oh, Two hundred wow. hours in. See, yeah. I gotta just finish it at this point. Yeah. I heard the game's yeah, amazing. Crazy, it, it's on my list. I heard it's awesome. We're going to talk about that in the future, too. That's a, that's a big one. But until then, we'll see you guys next week.